Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Gal Ben Orr, who is an Alexander Technique teacher in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, Israel. He's been teaching the Alexander Technique for pretty close to 25 years now. And he has somewhat specialized in uh, working with children, adolescents, and parents. He is the founder and director of the Mishal Association, which is it was established in 1998 for parents of children who have been helped by the Alexander Technique. Um, he has um, taught in um, Jerusalem Municipal Kindergarten, he uh, has also taught it, the Alexander Technique at the Keshem School. And he also works with, um, he's also a writing instructor. And he has recently written a book about his work, working with children with the Alexander Technique. And he's looking for a publisher. So if anyone wants to contact him about that, I'm sure he'd be happy to talk to you. Gal, welcome to the show today. Hello, Robert. Uh, Gal, could you begin by giving our listeners a very short description of the Alexander Technique? Well, I'll do my best, Robert. Um, basically, what Alexander found through his research was a certain um, way that we were supposed to be working with our body and um, it's a natural natural laws that we were that we are supposed to be working uh, and what he saw that because of the way we our lifestyle the way we we, we live the furniture computer cars and things like that we tend to lose these uh, laws and forget them and we produce um, conditions that create um, problems, backaches, neck, uh, stiff necks, and all kinds of other problems. And uh, what the, uh, a teacher of the Alexander Technique tries to do is to uh, relearn or teach the, his students how to uh, use themselves properly. Mm -hmm. So, in, in a sense, it's a restorative technique, would you say? Sort of bring, yes. bring, you, bring you back to some basic um, organizing, organizing uh, structure that you had, but perhaps in, learned to have inadvertently learned to interfere with because of the stresses of life, that sort of thing. Would that be a fair description from your point of view? Yes, but when working with children, especially young children, mm -hmm. it's giving them the um, assurance that what they do and the way they do it is right. Because unless we have a problem, an organic problem or, or an accident, then we are born perfect. Mm -hmm. And what we need is not to lose it. So if we're working with young children, it's not a relearning. It's, it's, it's more of an affirming of what is. Just selling, telling them this is okay. Mm -hmm. 
And how did you get interested in working with children as a, as a specialty? Well, it wasn't it wasn't my idea. It was the children that came to me. Actually, I just got a telephone call from a mother that tried um, to find an Alexander teacher, and after having three or four refuses of of uh, teachers that didn't have any experience, came to me. And at that time, I didn't have any experience, and I just said well, listen, let's try. Maybe, maybe we can do something. And this is how it started, and, and it worked uh, amazingly uh, good. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, another one came, and then another one, and the word spread, and it just became mm-hmm. it, it just became that way. Right, right. Now, um, when, you, when you described the Alexander Technique, um, it, it sort of sounded like it was something more for adults who had developed these harmful habits of posture and movement. And, and from what you said, when you're working with children, um, you're, you see your job is affirming that what they are doing is okay. So what exactly are you helping them with? I guess that's what, what I think our listener might want to might want to understand. In other words, well, if they're if they're okay now, why would they need Alexander lessons? <laughs> because their their adult uh, surroundings and uh, especially their parents, uh-huh. unfortunately, show a bad example, um, and they we and the children tend to copy and imitate what we see around us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 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 so um a young child needs to be um supported in his natural way of 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 using his, himself of using his body and that's one aspect the other aspect is um I'm I'm talking in general. I don't want to to be um, specifically critic towards someone, but in general, in schools and kindergartens, um, there's quite a lot of tension and and stress, and and even when we try not to, there is a kind of demand to be right and do things like they should and hold the pencil in the proper way and sit in the right manner and there's a lot of um, orders and things they need to be uh, doing in a certain way and they're not being taught how to do it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're just being told do that mm-hmm. but but the child doesn't know how to do that and so in Alexander teacher would give the know-how of doing whatever it is and at least the way i work it's a it's a dialogue between the teacher and the child because the child has his rhythm his way of understanding things his way of of learning and and the teacher must be very sensitive not to enforce his ideas even if they're right ideas mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, in terms of getting back a little bit to the difference between working with children and working with adults, is is it that you see children as um, while they they have these stresses that are put on them by the schools or by their parents or whatever imitating people around them that they're at a they're they're more plastic in a way their minds are more plastic in terms of being able to um uh change some habits they may have picked up because those habits are not very deeply rooted at that point is that is that an essential difference uh, say between children and adults, from your point of view. Well, that's one one significant uh, uh, difference, and mm-hmm. I can I can think of two others. And the first one is they have they don't have many ideas about their habits. Mm-hmm. You so, might say pre, pre, <laughs> preconceived ideas. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Working with adults, you have to sometimes work hard and for a long time just to get through these preconceived ideas and 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 seeing whatever needs to be looked at. Right. Just, just right. in order to see it. And with children, it's easier. Mm-hmm. The other difference in is that because they're 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 more flexible, mm-hmm. they will once they uh, it, they will it will be easier for them to accept the right i don't like the word right but the 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 natural habits mm-hmm. you see because mm-hmm. it, we are creatures of habit we can't all the time be conscious of what we do and how we do we we tend to 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 adopt habits now if we adopt the right habits it will work positively for us if we adopt bad habits it'll do the other way <laughs> you mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. so working with children is, is 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 just at the point where they can adopt and, and and at their level understand what is right and stick to that so when they're older it works for them mm-hmm. am i clear with that yes yes now um I would assume that most the, the most of the children with whom you work are you're working with them because their parents arranged it somehow. Would that be a fair statement? Absolutely. Now, so from the point of view of a parent listening to this podcast, what might be some reasons why it would be useful to uh, explore having Alexander lessons for their for their child. Wow, wow, wow! I have plenty of very, very good reasons. <laughs> but bearing in mind a parent who not necessarily all that familiar with the Alexander technique, maybe knows a little about it. What might they see uh, in their child that would that would tell them maybe this Alexander technique process could be very helpful to my child? Well, I would say, general ways of speaking, is that we all need to learn or adopt or understand or work with these with these principles. You see, it's not that it's not it's not a 
technique that Alexander developed and that we need to adopt to it. it this, these are natural laws that we need to see them, understand them, and work with them. And so it fits all of us. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and if we're talking about educating a child and preparing him for, for life, mm-hmm. I would like my child to have the right understanding of how to use himself, how to use his body as a child and as an adult. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's basic information, basic education. I teach him how to, uh, to write and read and mathematics and, and, and how to eat right and how to use his body according to the natural laws. Mm-hmm. And this is something that has been lost somewhere in the, in the education and medical field. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as an example of, uh, you, you, you use the term natural laws, would a natural law be something like it's, it's, it's a good idea to, to do things in a way with as little unnecessary tension as possible, that sort of thing? Absolutely. Uh, use it. It would be a good idea to move uh, using the joints and muscles that are best designed for that movement, as opposed to others. Absolutely. That, that's that's what the kind of thing you mean by natural laws. Absolutely. So if if I'm a parent and I have a small child, and and as far as I can see, my small child doesn't have doesn't seem to have any particular problems with playing and walking and and studying and so on what um uh, what what might convince me that it's still worthwhile to at least explore something like the alexander technique well i would tell them two things first to look at themselves and see if their back hurts Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if they have knees problems, if they have all kinds of different aches or or fatigues or you know things that did, they didn't have when they were young mm-hmm. and came up at the, at the age of thirty, thirty five, forty, um, sometimes before that, sometimes after that, and and at the same time to look at the adult world around them. You know, uh, uh, and see that I don't know ninety, maybe more percent of 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 Western world adults suffer from different back problems. For example, and the the list is is mm-hmm. is very long, and a lot of these problems, these whatever you call them, are at least some. Uh, percentage because people don't know how to use their bodies according to its natural laws. Mm-hmm. It's you know you take any machine and you don't work with the with the rules, it'll it'll break. So and, so, so if you're a parent and say you have a eight or nine year old child and you as a parent have backache or stiff shoulders or stiff neck, that sort of thing, or your your husband or wife does, or the people around your child does, then it might be worth 
um, thinking about whether your child is inadvertently picking up some of these habits that you have and that the other adults around you have that while they may not show up very clearly in the child at this point are likely down the road to be a problem for them. Is is that kind of the point you're making here that even if you don't see anything amiss with your child, if you're modeling something that has led to problems, you can be pretty sure your child's going to pick up on on that at some level. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I mean, that it's interesting because Alexan- F. Matthias Alexander, who was the developer of this work, um, mm-hmm. in one of his books... Um, he's talking about uh, parents in in England, where I, I think he was living at the time he he was writing it, and mm-hmm. he goes on about how parents, when they go to pick a a nanny for their children, yes. they yes. just find the cheapest one available, <laughs> absolutely, and they don't pay any <laughs> attention to, hey, is does this person. Uh, exhibiting habits of posture and movement that your kid is almost certain to pick up on. Um, and if, if they're harmful, um, it's very, very likely to, to imitate them because small children do imitate the people around them. And as Alexander also added, they tend particularly to imitate the most bizarre stuff that people Absolutely. around them do. So <laughs> while, if, while you're if, talking, I'm nodding with my head. I'm right. just nodding. And so yes, so if, yes, you get, yes. if you choose a nanny with a tight neck and stiff shoulders to hold your child and hang out with them for eight or ten hours a day, it's yeah. almost like you're prescribing some aspects of that for your child. I mean, that's Absolutely. that's putting it strongly. but Absolutely. But, but that's how it works. That is how it, it works. And, of course... Once they get to school, they got all kinds of other adults to imitate, like the teachers. And, and then, of course, coupled with the weird uh, furniture situation, I don't know what it's like in Israel, but certainly in America, Same school, as in the school furniture is, <laughs> is, um, it's got to be one of the worst things for children's development. So and um, adding to that, adding to that, the the, the tension and the stress and the effort right. in school life, you know. It, yes. It, no right. wonder, no wonder, no wonder. There's so many right. problems. <laughs> and certainly, if you're looking at a four or five or six year old kid, and they seem to have really good movement patterns, um, and you could fly, if you could uh, fast forward another five or six years after they spent that extra time in school, it's very likely you're going to see some of the beginnings of some pretty harmful posture and movement patterns. Absolutely. Teen- Absolutely. Teenage slouch or oh, whatever. I mean, you'll see you'll see that uh, down the road. So Absolutely. as a general rule, then. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I guess it sounds a little self-serving for us to say that every parent should have their kids take Alexander lessons, but certainly it's something to consider, I guess. Is that maybe how you would, you would look at, look at it for a parent to at least find out about the technique and what it, what it's about and maybe look into having, having their child have some exposure to it? 
I would say I would say I would put it this way. I think first, yes, it's it's a very good idea to to learn a little bit about the Alexander technique, and once a parent understands what the child, what his child needs for life, he can go and look for it in other techniques, mm-hmm. and if if he if he can find it, oh, I lost you. Oh, are you are you there? I'm here. Yeah. Okay, if he, if he can find it in some other profession, other technique, mm-hmm. I have absolutely no problem about it. So, for example, if 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 he finds, say, a coach, a, a, an athletic coach, or a Tai Chi teacher, or someone who has very good use of their own body, a swimming teacher, that could be a very profound influence for the good on a small child as well. Um, yes, but a parent needs to know and understand what a good use yes. means. Right. See, and 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 the second thing is that the 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 Alexander technique teacher is focused on the use of the self, mm-hmm. and and you know a swimming teacher will be focused on swimming. It is very important to swim correctly, but not necessarily will it help sitting uh, on a chair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see, and the same with all the other uh, professions that you mentioned. It is right. very important, but we we want the child to have the right understanding in life, not only in in that special right. Right. branch. Mm-hmm. No, I I, I I totally agree with that. Uh, one of my teachers, Marjorie Barstow, used to say that it's it's a big mistake to assume that someone who's teaching a particular skill, such as swimming or piano or whatever, is also going to be an expert in coordination. That's asking Absolutely. that's asking too much. But on the other hand. If the per, if you are able to judge, and if you have some skill at judging the overall quality of your child's coach or teacher, uh, the overall quality of their movement, it would certainly pay to go with one that had a that was not tightening their neck all Absolutely. the time, for example. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, I'm, I think, uh, Gal, this might be a, um, a good time to bring this uh, podcast to a close. Did you have anything that you wanted to add before we come to an end? Well, I think, I think one important thing I would like to, to say to the parents is that they should – I advise them to take responsibility and and not give uh, the system outside uh, too much uh, mm-hmm. force on, on, on their children and learn the subjects, whether it's, it's, it's swimming or, or using the body uh, properly. Learn the subject, be, be involved, ask questions. Mm-hmm. And once you you understand better, then you can you can you can make the right decisions. Yeah, I I would agree totally with that. You 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 want to you definitely want to be involved. And I would think in m- many cases, if you're thinking about 
uh, have your child having Alexander lessons, it might be a good idea for you as a parent to have a few first. So Perfect. you have some idea what it is you're asking your child to do. Perfect. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, I think on that note, um, it would be a good time to, to bring the podcast to an end. Um, my guest uh, today has been Gal Ben-Or, who ha- has been an Alexander teacher for about 25 years. He uh, works in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, Israel, and he has specialized in working with children, adolescents, and their parents. He has also written a book on on this topic, which he's he's looking for a publisher for. So contact him. We'll put contact information for him by the interview. If you're in Jerusalem or Tel Aviv and what we're talking about has um, appealed to you, you can contact him. Um, and if you live anywhere else in the world, we will put a link to a site that will enable you to find a teacher uh, basically anywhere in in the world. Gal, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Robert. It's been a pleasure talking to you. <laughs>